Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production, where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Hi, this is Steve Silver with Silver Screen Videos, and you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. You are listening to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We get to read fiction on the show and talk about some movies, books, you name it. If you like what I do here, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. You'll get some books and other cool stuff for your support. Go ahead and also reach out to me at Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com, Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. Oh boy, do I got a movie for you! Well, last time I reviewed movies, I gave you The Mummy. Now, I'm going to give you the steaming pile of WTF that is The Mummy 2, or The Mummy Returns. (laughs) So, if you want to watch a steaming pile of WTF, go ahead and watch The Mummy Returns. Alright, if not, (laughs) trust me, I'm watching this one so you don't have to. Ah, The Mummy Returns. So, (laughs) all that interesting stuff that I talked about, about The the Mummy, the the first one, uh, was, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) you know, interesting stuff about probably the deeper issues that the screenwriters weren't even thinking about in the first one. This one, the screenwriters weren't thinking. I mean, the first one was, like, pretty good as an action-adventure movie, right? Like, you had fun, you got to see, you know, some cool 90s uh, special effects, like a a face in a sandstorm, Uh, (laughs) you know, uh, a bunch of people getting offed by a mummy, <laughs> you know, like, like, like good fun, right? This is like, like they had no idea <laughs> what they were doing other than just like, let's do the first one, but more. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, go, go ahead and watch it. I'm going to spoil it. All right, you're back. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> the, the, let, let's, let's go ahead and break down the, the plot of this movie because it's kind of hilarious. Uh, so, you know, we fast forward to the future where, you know, Rachel Wise and uh, and Brendan Fraser are now married and, you know, kind of going through a tomb together and they brought their kid along, <laughs> you know, like, like this is the same two people that in the first movie, when they were going through a tomb, a bunch of people died. There were beetles that would like 
eat people alive. There were traps that would kill people, and they brought their, like, 12-year-old kid. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't even like there was a big group of mercenaries that was going to protect their 12-year-old kid. It was just the three of them. So, yeah, uh, just the three, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> people going through the tombs with their kid. I don't know, does, does that seem like bad parenting to you? You know, like, like, hmm, honey, I know we're big, like, Egyptologists. Like, we, we go to Egypt every year and loot the natural treasures, uh, you know. And I know, like, we've probably almost died, like, a whole bunch of times. Let's just bring our kid along. <laughs> you know, like, screw this Disney World crap. You know, who wants to go on the Harry Potter world or or the Matterhorn, you know? Like, <laughs> let's, let's go to a place where a kid could die, you know? Uh... <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> just, you know, for, I guess the modern equivalent would be like, hey, honey, we got this trip, you know, to Mars by Elon Musk. Let, let, let's go ahead and, and bring our 12-year-old kid to Mars, <laughs> you know, like, like, <laughs> like, yeah, it just doesn't, like, 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 the kid being there just, like, made no sense to me, like, 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 I totally understand why they wanted to have the kid in there, you know, like, throw in the kid, have a kid character, you know, like. Like, it worked for the Ewok movie, right? You know? <laughs> Little girl Ewoks. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, but, I, you know, for for The Mummy Returns, I, I just don't know uh, if it quite worked. But anyway, so they bring their kid along. And, of course, three, you know, thugs come in and, and try and kill their kid. While they're in the tomb, by the way. <laughs> so, you know, they're they're exploring a tomb and, and you know, three murderous men uh, go in and, and try and kill their kid. And, and this really silly scene where the kid's shooting them with a slingshot. So it's like three dudes with guns and this kid's shooting them in the butt with a slingshot. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know, and, and then eventually, of course, uh, they un they set off a trap which floods the entire tomb and... And, of course, that chases off the men before they're about to kill the kid. But then, of course, you know, they have now their kid in this tomb that's, you know, filling up with water. And even if the kid survives, like, they almost died. Like, <laughs> that's the other kind of effed up thing. Like, like imagine you're, you know, in Egypt with your parents and you're the only child and your parents go into a tomb and die. <laughs> and then you're just kind of sitting there in Egypt going, Mom? dad you know <laughs> like like i know they're not gonna die because they're you know rachel wise and brendan fraser but <laughs> you know like like how effed up is that to like you know take your kid you know it'd be like like hey let's take our 12 year old kid to syria like i think he'll learn a whole lot in syria right <laughs> you know like like oh we just got beheaded oh hope our son has a good rest of his life you know uh yeah, so anyways, uh, really odd choice, but anyways, they, they get this weird, like, you know, Scorpion King gauntlet, which, by the way, is played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, he's cool no matter what he does, even if it's this, like, before he was famous, awful role of The Scorpion King, which, by the way, that was a movie, The Scorpion King, and it's on my to-watch list, and you know, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I just, you know, the the Mummy Returns was just so bad that I got to take a deep breath and like recover uh, <laughs> from it before I put myself through the Scorpion King. I mean, I'm hoping that the Scorpion King is better because of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm guessing that he can save the movie <laughs> and it'll be amazing because he's there. But 
maybe not. <laughs> maybe this is the more forgettable movies with him. Uh, it certainly was the most forgettable movie of uh, Rachel Wise and Brendan Fraser's career. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, you know, they get this uh, gauntlet that, you know, while his parents are going up stairs to go do the nasty and they just you know ignore their kid like literally they they ignore their kid through most of the movie by the way which as a parent myself kind of irritated me like 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 for example there's this one scene where they're all in a double-decker bus and you know the the zombie whatever egypt elite guard guys from the first movie come in and try and kill them all and like the first thing they go try and do is like make out with each other like their son almost died too and they're just like ignoring him <laughs> you know what i mean like like same thing when they get home from you know almost drowning to death in a tomb uh they're like hey let's go do the nasty while our son just hangs out downstairs you know like whatever kid we don't ignore you you know <laughs> like like you know if, if i was ever in like some death defying chase by zombie Egypt guards, uh, I think I would check to see how my son's doing, personally. My wife had the same comment, too. <laughs> like, like they're ignoring their kid. Like, they ignore their kid throughout the entire damn movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? But anyways, uh, so yeah, they go up and try and do the nasty, and, and while that's happening, the kid gets into this gauntlet that they found of the Scorpion King, or a bracelet or something. I think it's a bracelet of the Scorpion King, and, and of course it locks on his, uh, you know, arm and he's unable to, uh, you know, get it off and, and, you know, it, it has a movie projector <laughs> on the bracelet, you know, didn't know they had those back then, but it shows some weird pyramids or whatever. And, uh, you know, that same night, uh, uh, this, you know, weird group of people come in and just try and kill them all for that bracelet, <laughs> you know, great parenting, uh, and of course, Rachel Wise's uh, brother is there, and uh, you know, uh, you know, he's uh, of course bumbling things around, and and then they finally, you know, get to where they realize, you know, the the villains take the box that the bracelet was in. They don't know that it's on the kid at this point, and then they drive off, uh, you know. Uh, thinking that they have the bracelet, but then they realize it's like a rock in the box, box because the kid got nervous and tried to put something in the box to <laughs> pretend that there was something in there, you know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, the villains drive off with it. They realize they don't have it. So the villains come back and, like, kidnap their kid, right? And so the entire movie is, uh, you know, because Brendan Fraser and Rachel Wise just ignore their kid the entire time, the next part of the movie is them flying around on a dirigible trying to track down their kid and their kids like leaving messages in the sand uh <laughs> while he's kidnapped by these bad guys you know it, it's a little too late by the way for for brendan fraser and, and rachel wise i mean really they they've been ignoring their i mean they probably ignored the kid like you know <laughs> his entire life he's probably like you know like like i mean it is sort of like you know a british family right seen and, and not heard right so so they probably like had a nanny raise the kid and then sent him off to boarding school and and like they probably forgot his name you know like what your name's timmy again oh man wish that condom didn't break uh, <laughs> you know what i mean like that's probably the relationship they have with that kid uh <laughs> so you know they're not winning parents of the year awards uh so uh <laughs> Uh, anyways, so they're, they're looking for their kid the entire time. And of course, what's funny is, is like literally the stuff that they 
face is all the stuff that they faced in the first movie, right? So, like, in the first movie, there's these, like, elite Egyptian undead guards. And guess what? Elite Egyptian undead guards come and attack them. You know, the mummy uh, <laughs> is able to have a sandstorm, uh, 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 you know, attack them in the first movie. And the sandstorm, you know, has its face in the sandstorm. Well, this time they do a wall of water <laughs> you know they're going through a canyon and they're dirigible and uh you know a wall of water with the mummy's faces in it this time <laughs> you know what i mean so like like literally every threat that the mummy does is like literally the same stuff and and then the funniest part like this was before you had to have like people of the same ethnicity play their parts and so uh this woman who i'm pretty sure she is a Venezuelan actress, I, I think South American. You know what, I'm going I'm to look her up while I'm talking. But either way, she is not Egyptian. She plays like the Egyptian, uh, <laughs> you know, mummy's wife, basically, character. Which I thought uh, was funny because like while I was like watching the movie, I'm like, I don't know if she's Egyptian. And then my wife and I were talking, you know, this was the days where you didn't actually have to have someone, you know, <laughs> like, 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 let's see here. I'm looking up her, her, uh, where she's, yep, she's, uh, where is she from? Do, 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 do. I'm looking up this person to see where she's from. And I'm singing a song for you. She's from Venezuela. Yeah, exactly. So she's like from like, like a Venezuelan actor, you know, like, like this once again goes to, you know, the whole uh, idea that, you know, like, like, we'll just go ahead and cast anyone. Yeah, white people won't know the difference. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, I remember going to the grocery store one time. And there was a Asian woman who was checking me out at the grocery store. And what was so funny is, is she, she's was, you know, there was like a, a guy from, I think England ahead of me in line, like he had a British accent or something like that. And then as soon as that guy left, uh, and I got up there, like she said to me, like, like, where's that guy from? And I was like, I think England it sounds like his accent. She's like, I can't even understand you, you, you white people. You're all this. You sound the same to me, like German, English, you know, Spanish. Like, I don't get it. She's like, I can understand Korean. You, you, I can, I can identify a Korean accent or I can identify a, you know, an, a Japanese accent or Chinese accent. And I was like thinking about that, like, yeah, that's right. I guess really, if you, you know, you grew up in an Asian country, you probably could like you know, know when somebody sounds, you know, Japanese or when somebody sounds Korean or when somebody sounds Chinese, right? Like, like totally, like you could probably recognize that. But, but, you know, for me, I, I, you know, I grew up here. So of course I know when somebody sounds German versus, you know, somebody sounds, so, you know, I just think it's interesting. Like, like she is not <laughs> Egyptian at all and, you know, Venezuelan and she's playing this, uh, you know, Egyptian bride character of, the mummy. So the mummy's wife, uh, you know, obviously before in the time when you had to have, you know, the right people play the right part, you know, which I'm, you know, quite frankly, a proponent of, right? Like, like, why not add some authenticity, authenticity to your movie? You know what I mean? Like, why not? And, and also it would give the people, you know, a chance. And, and that's the thing is like, I'm, I, I, I also, 
I'm not afraid of bending those casting rules as long as you're sort of bending them intentionally. You know what I mean? Like, like it's one thing to say like, like, uh, white people are not going to understand the difference. So we'll just use that versus like, I am making a deliberate choice to bend the norms of, of the, of, of casting. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, that's, it's one thing when you're just sort of being lazy. It's another thing when you are intentionally making a statement or something like that. Right. So anyways, being a little bit too critical of a movie, uh, when there really wasn't too much, uh, <laughs> critical thought about movies, right? Especially this one. Uh, so anyways, uh, <laughs> now that I'm off the deep thought, let's go ahead and go back to the silliness of this movie. Cause we're getting to the best part. The best part is the end. It's awful. <laughs> like, like for some reason they decide that this whole like Egyptian desert thing is like boring and they get these weird, like, 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 like they get to an area in the middle of the desert that is inexplicably a jungle with a pyramid in the middle of it. Right. <laughs> so eventually they're all like trying to find the scorpion King's lair or whatever, you know? And, uh, <laughs> it's like this pyramid in the middle of the desert with a jungle. And when they get into the jungle, there are these weird, like pygmy zombies <laughs> that are like attacking them. Like, like not <laughs> like, like maybe it was the fact that they had a South American actress play the mummy's wife that they're like, let's just make this weird, like jungle, like we're from South America, but then we'll like do some weird pygmies and then <laughs> we'll just throw everything in there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it was really just like. Like, like it was already kind of off the rails, you know, when, when it, it, it's like when they ran out of all the stuff they'd done from the first movie, uh, <laughs> like, like after we rehashed every single bad thing that happened in the first movie, let's just go ahead and invent something completely new. That's completely unrelated, <laughs> you know, to mummies. <laughs> like, why is there a jungle? Why are there these little pygmy zombies? You know, like, like I have no idea. It's never explained, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just like there, right? It just exists. So anyways, yeah, that's, that's, a, uh, you know, and, and then, you know, eventually blah, 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 they defeat the mummy and stop the scorpion king from rising and killing everybody. And, and, uh, they, you know, save their kid and, you know, they're, you know, yeah. And then there's a big fight at the end where like, you know, the, the Rachel Weiss squares off with the, with, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the mummy's babe. And, and of course, Brendan Fraser fights the mummy and then eventually fights the Scorpion King, uh, <laughs> you know, which is like, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson on a spider's body. And honestly, at that point I was rooting for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. By the time it got to the point where he came out, I was just hoping like Dwayne the Rock Johnson would kill everybody in the cast, you know, like he's a human torso on a spider's body, <laughs> like, like, like I'm hoping that he would, uh, you know, end everything. Cause you know, the other reason why it's a very kind of flimsy movie is that there's this like, you know, like walking stick or whatever that like the brother has that just conveniently just makes the, uh, spear that kills the scorpion king right so there's this like object that was just sort of randomly there the entire time 
And then Brendan Fraser's like, oh, yeah, this will kill the Scorpion King. And he's just like, oh, you're dead. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. All right. High five, everyone. Let's go home. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and on top of that, it's it's like a nonstop action movie. Like, the first Mummy had some, you know, character building, right? Like, they had these scenes where they're kind of setting the stage and you're learning about the characters. Whereas, like, literally the Mummy Returns is a nonstop action sequence. Like, there is not a single scene in that movie that doesn't lead to, like, some action sequence. Like, there's, like, literally every single thing <laughs> has to end in a fight scene or a chase scene or a supernatural uh, scary thing happening or, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, you know, no, like, 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 it was like, oh, we got no plot, so let's just have a big fight scene for the entire movie, <laughs> you know? Like, like that's kind of the the way that that, that movie went. So, yeah, uh, in, in recap, if you want to watch a two-hour-long fight sequence <laughs> with, like, zero plot and really bad parenting <laughs> and some questionable <laughs> choices as far as, like, <laughs> what they're facing... And a rehash of every single thing that happened in The Mummy, you got The Mummy Returns. <laughs> so if that sounds exciting, by all means. Or, consider this, I've watched this, so you don't have to. And yes, I'll get to The Scorpion King, but, you know, I need a palate cleanser first. Man, it's like, yeah, you know, I gotta, I don't know, it, it's like I just drank turpentine for, you know, two hours, so... Now I got to uh, go to a yoga retreat or something, you know, clear my mind. Know that, yeah, there are some good movies out there. Uh, this, however, sadly, The Mummy Returns was not one of them. Bwah, bwah. I know. Too bad, because I did enjoy the first one. As, as, as critical as I get sometimes and deep thinking, you know, and, and that's the other thing about me when I'm deep thinking, like, like, I honestly, like, you can, you know, I'm not, not trying to sway anyone's mind. I'm like, you could believe whatever you want to believe. You know what I mean? You could say, like, yeah, science is important. Let's, you know, go ahead and do this. Or you could say, you know, no, it's really great that you're thinking about the local people in this. You know, let's ask them. You know what I mean? Like, like think what you <laughs> want to believe. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to, like, like make your mind up about anything. I just I just love thinking the thoughts. Like, I you know, I I really don't like when we make things really oversimplified, <laughs> you know, I feel like there's just so many deep, interesting questions that we lose when we oversimplify things. And in, in, even in my analysis of movies, <laughs> and, and of course, I joke around a lot about, you know, the mummy returns and, and, and of course, uh, you know, <laughs> love to try and keep this humorous, right? Uh, uh, you know, hopefully I'm, I'm entertaining, right? I love to love to have a little fun, but you know, the <laughs> I do recognize that you know, art is hard to make, regardless of even if it's a movie like Mummy Returns, right? Like, like yes, there's there's a lot of people that worked hard on that movie, and a lot of people that put a lot of time into it, and so to have some you know, jerk on the internet just go in and you know make a bunch of jokes about you know the condom breaking and stuff like that is, you know, you know, might be like, yeah, man, I, I worked hard on that movie. You know what I mean? Like, like I get it, I get it. And, and I, you know, might, you know, if somebody like made fun of something I wrote that, yeah, maybe I'd have the same feelings, but, 
But, uh, you know, actually, if someone made fun of something I wrote, I'd feel actually I, I, I'd love it. You know, like like one of my things in life is, you know, you've made it when somebody makes fun of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like when your stuff is so popular and so big that some idiot on the Internet is making fun of you. Like you've made it, man. <laughs> At that point, I, I actually would welcome it, right? You know what I mean? Like, like I work hard on stuff, and I hope that some people enjoy it. But I know not everyone's going to enjoy it, right? Like, like some people are going to hate what I do, and that's just life. And if they want to make fun of it, you got my blessings. Go make fun of it. In fact, I, I would love to see my work parodied. Like, like man, if I saw someone making fun of something I've written, I, I made it at that point, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like. It takes a, a, a lot to, you know, parody something. Anyways, here nor there, uh, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to, you know, to, you know, go ahead and, and make your eyes bleed for two hours and, and yeah, go watch The Mummy Returns. And, and I'll go ahead and watch The Scorpion King and see if you can just skip The Mummy Returns and watch that one. Uh, so if you're following these, but it probably won't be for a while, man. I got to take a break from these movies. So yeah, uh, cool. Well, have a good night. Thank you so much for listening. And if there's a giant wall of water with a face on it going after you, well, you know what? <laughs> you're just kind of screwed. So yeah, uh, say life has been good up to this point that the wall of water with a face on it was coming after me. Good night.